Yeah, thank you so much. Lots of those voice notes. And, and you can tell, you know, uh, people want football. And uh, they, they celebrate those that they believe should be celebrated. Um, you know, 0607080484, So in the middle of these discussions around and um, a senior advocate and or senior associate um, at Bowman's, somebody that I, you know, follow quite intrinsically when it comes to matters of this nature. Uh, you know, because he's very well versed in them. And he did formulate a thread. So if for probably reference, you want to go on to Twitter uh, and go to Sbusiso Dube's uh, Twitter handle. That could also be useful uh, because context is important. And you can even hear when I had a chat earlier with advocate Debo Komotlande, uh, you know, because they, there's different rulings that have come through. There's been different urgent court applications. Uh, there's been an acting judge yesterday. So then there's Sutherland that's going to be coming back on Friday again. There's the Epstein ruling. So they, there are lots of pockets of information that could be confused because of all the urgencies that have been brought forward. Um, thank you so much for your time, Baba, and welcome to the show. Hi, Rob. Um, yo, thank you so much for having me on your show. I think it's uh, it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you say it's about time, and what a time for you to enter the fray, though. How would you describe generally what is going on, and how would this be reflective of just football and where it stands right now, Sbu? Yeah. Um, yeah, Rob, I think, I think what's happening is something that we, we see happening in the PSL, you know, pretty much at the end of every season. Um, and, and there's serious issues um, that need to be dealt with. You know, for, for me, um, there's a lot of parties who are not well advised. Um, and, you know, if these issues had been dealt with much earlier, we wouldn't be sitting where we are sitting today. Um, so, so I think really we need to look at the systems that are in place and just try and find measures to deal with these type of things much sooner. Because I can tell you now, Rob, um, I think everyone would have anticipated that we would be sitting where we are sitting today as soon as, you know, the the initial award was handed down um, Mm. by Epstein. But there was a reluctance. There was a resistance, as you would know, Sbu. And that is why you and I are having this discussion now. And, and, and the funny part... You, you, I think you, if you want to sneak in a Cape Moya scenario, and I'm sneaking it in because when we played the clip a short while ago, the promo, and it refreshed my memory of my conversation that I'd had with Nandi Becker. And one mm. of the things he talked about, the smaller teams and, you know, the, on the plane, the big leagues and whatever. And he even referred to Cape Moya, saying that mm. they were not special. But now what Debo Komotlandi says is that now Cape Moya, as special as they not, according to the D.C. prosecutor, are yeah. now back in the fray. Yeah. They might even cause further delay, and they will prove that they are special. So how then do we run something that is, number one, trustworthy, but also something that is effective and gives proper judgment that is objective? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a difficult one, Rob. And I think the, the important thing to note is that obviously – every member club of the NSL has rights um, and, and they're always going to pursue 
whatever legal avenues are available to them um, to, pers- to, to make sure that, you know, they are heard or that they get their dates in court if they feel that something has happened which they are aggrieved by. Um, so how, how do we answer your question, Rob? To be honest, I, I don't know how we make sure that, you know, we can get those type of systems in place. Um, but, but, well, but tell me, as, as, a, as a senior associate and somebody who loves this game like yeah. you do and wants the game in its purest form but also understands that every league in the world will have legal wranglings, but yeah. I doubt that they are that have it at this extent. So what is it that South Africa has in terms of our league that allows every single season – Mm. Um, some form of drama that plays itself out in the boardroom. And there is, whether you call it a chance taker in the making, yeah. uh, who wants to take a little pot shot because it is available. Uh, you heard Debo Komotlande talking about ordinary courts being involved and they drag the, the scenario even further. What is it yeah. those, that, that, that we have that opens that window of opportunity? Yeah, I, I think it's our NSL handbook and the rules, Rob. Um, you know, the, the way that the NSL handbook and the rules have been crafted, they, they make quite a bit of an allowance for these type of matters to arise. But before we even look at the NSL rules and the handbook, it's the clubs themselves that cause um, these issues, you know, because you, you field um, a player that you're not supposed to field, knowing very well that that player should not be playing. You know, um, a, a team files a protest before a game, you know, basically complaining that what you are doing is incorrect, but you proceed to do it anyway. And then there's the circumstances, you know, for, for, for all the other clubs, like we see now, where Pulukwani City was, and I'll put it, you know, I'll use air bubbles, I mean air mm. comments. Um, Pulukwani City was in the wrong, and as a result of Pulukwani City being in the wrong, it's Royal M, which is now suffering the consequences thereof. So I think if we look at the, the NSL rules, maybe, you know, take away some discretion, you know, maybe have more places where the sanctions are quite clear and straightforward. So it is known that if Team A fields a player that is not supposed to play, they will lose that match. And that is a standard that goes across, you know, whether it's Glad Africa Championship or the PSL, but that is, that is the sanction if you field an illegitimate player or an in, ineligible in, in player in a game. I think if we start having, you know, more clarity on sanctions or a uniform approach in regard to sanctions, then it might help to prevent all these endless urgent applications that we see in our course. I hear you about Royal Aim being disadvantaged because of Bulwani City ineptness and what they did. Yeah. But had this been dealt with in the second week of January, for example, and I'm giving them yeah. extra days because this was a second of January incident and it yeah. was match day six in, in the league. So it was immaterial. Yeah. Royal Aim was further down. Sekukune was further up. And you know how it bounces around when it's early season. I think even Jomon Cosmos was number one in the league after six games at that stage. And then yeah. you look at where they finished off. So at that stage, there is no real direct outcome. But obviously points accumulate as we've seen now. But how it is presented, because everything was left up until this late, is yeah. that 
Now, Sekukuna have benefited and Royal AM have been disadvantaged, and mm. yet that is an incorrect painting of the picture. Mm. Yeah, and, and I think for me, Rob, that just speaks to, you know, perhaps the capacity or the lack of capacity um, in the office of the DC, you know, because as soon as the protest would have been filed, um, which is something that happens within the first week of the game. In fact, you filed a protest before the game. Um, so by the time the game was finished, you know, the, the, the match report would have gone um, to the DC and something should have been done as soon as possible thereafter. But it may just be an issue of a lack of resources, a lack of capacity, which I think it's, it's high time that it is dealt with. Yeah. Obviously, as we chat about this, and, and I want to move into an important point that you raised, and if Luloko can just line up the, the, the promo that we, we played earlier on, uh, because this, I, I believe, is, is maybe where things started to, whether from a PSL perspective, where they started to take a firm grip or a decision in terms of legally where they're going or what they wanted to defend themselves. You mentioned the NSL handbook. Now, there was the one issue that had to do with a certain rule not being silent and why mm. the reference to FIFA in terms of mm. that rule. So I think before I, I even ask you a direct question about it, I just want to play uh, this promo so that we refresh our memories in terms of what the legal eagles that deal with these things had to say and where the lack of consistency is. So let's just have a quick listen and we'll, we'll chat to Smoo. Marawa Sports Worldwide. Cape Town Spurs, uh, they've been awarded three points now for the uh, match against Cape Umoya. Now, that game didn't take place. We are joined by the PSL DC prosecutor, Nandi Becker. If you look at the nil-nil result that gives you three points, yes. is that a PSL rule or is that a FIFA rule? It's a PSL rule. I believe that the FIFA has got a similar rule and I believe that as well. If the club is found guilty, the opponents will receive a walkover, three points, match points, and then the three-goal advantage. Advocate Norman Aronson. The NSL handbook, the SAFA statutes and the SAFA disciplinary code makes provision points to be awarded to another team, i.e. a forfeiture, with three goals in favour in the case of ineligibility. Hashtag NSW. Major point about forfeiture, major point about a silent rule, major point about FIFA 22. Break it down mm. for me, Sbu. What is going on here? Sure. So... So essentially, the the argument by Pulukwane um, in the arbitration, the the SAFA arbitration before Epstein, was that FIFA Rule 22 must be followed um, because the NSL handbook is silent when it comes to sanction in respect of the breach of I think it's Article 35.2 that we're dealing with. Correct. So that that was that was the argument um, on their part. So that then became, and, and the arbitrator, you know, he, he agreed with them that um, essentially the NSL handbook is silent. Um, but before he agrees with them, you know, he, he actually says, um, I find that the DC was wrong um, in imposing a sanction of nearly subtracting three points from Bulugwani. They should have actually awarded a forfeit and thereby awarding three points to Sekukune. He then says, this is also in line 
with FIFA 22, right? So, so, so the big argument now is that he misdirected himself by applying FIFA Rule 22. But Judge Sutherland, in his judgment, he actually breaks it down and he says, he says Epstein did not rely on FIFA Rule 22 in coming to his decision. He merely references it in support of his thinking because he, Judge Epstein, sorry, Advocate Epstein had the discretion, you know, to impose any other sanction that is available in terms of the NSL rules, which is exactly what he did. He imposed one of the sanctions that are available. And I think what has been, you know, sort of mind-boggling for people is why he changes the initial sanction that was awarded by the D.C. But when the matter comes before him, it's actually an arbitration, you know, which means it's a new matter. It's a rehearing of the matter. So he had the power to issue a new sanction. And in issuing a new sanction, he was vested with discretion, you know, to look at any range of the sanctions that are provided in the NSL handbook. And according to him, in his view, right, he says that the conduct that is complained of is, is so gross such that he feels that they had to forfeit the game and Bulugwani City must be awarded three points. And like I said, you know, to support that thinking, he then references FIFA 22. He does make a mistake by saying that the NSL handbook is silent, um, but the judge finds that, you know, that mistake is not so material to the outcome, ultimately. But for, for the PSL, that was important for them to make sure that the public and everybody knows that their handbook yes. is not silent on this. And, and I think yes. that is what then becomes the trigger of where we have spiraled down to where we are today. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so the, that's why the PSL then, you know, they approached the court for a declarator um, just on that specific point, And the judge agreed with them that they, their handbook is not silent. Hmm. Oh, uh, uh, time is messing me up, Spoo. But I'm going to come back. We're going to chat further after the news. I just wanted to do a quick follow-up on this because while we were still striking under Rule 35.2, I had a a little bit of a follow-up question. But nonetheless, though, because I don't want to cut you mid-sentence while you're explaining something, let me rather, uh, in favor of the news, allow you to have a sip of water because it, it, it is fascinating. And I think this breakdown is very, 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 very important. Usbusiso uh, Dube, senior associate at Bowman's, uh, is with me on the line. And we'll carry on conversating with him uh, straight after the news. 060-7080-484-060-584-2250. Right now, though, top of the hour, Evelyn Dongwani with the news. A very good evening to you, Rob, and a very good evening to MSW listeners worldwide. I do not have kind words for the PSL and, and the way they are running things here. Remember, South Africa is a leader when it comes to African football. So when these kind of things continue to happen and manifest in a way they are and the whole continent is watching, this is really embarrassing. You know, we can do or say whatever we want. This is corruption. We do have corrupted people running the offices of soccer in South Africa. And it's very bad. 
it's, it is not augering well for the development of football on the continent. Please, football must be played on the pitch. Evening, Rob. It's Deboho here, Rob. Rob, I think people must stop being uh, personal when you ask them direct questions. You did ask Nandi Becker at some point in your show about capacity issues and the manner in which they handle cases, the lack of efficiency, and it was very defensive. And today we find ourselves in this situation all because of the lack of efficiency from his office. And secondly, Rob, uh, the proximity of the PSL uh, uh, acting CEO with uh, uh, Royal AM chairperson doesn't also help the situation from an impartiality point of view. And Rob, it's very sad that our league today finds itself being a league of uh, Premier League of appeals because of uh, matters that could have been avoided uh, had they been uh, applied efficiently uh, in line with the, 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 the PSL uh, rules and regulations. And now it's very sad, Rob. And it's the Bokoye. Thank you so much, Rob. Uh, good evening, Robert Marawa Butinkong from Indo Indestine Cape. Robert, please help me to understand. I left school many, many years ago. I couldn't have a difference between dicotyledonous plant and monocotyledonous plant. Now, here am I at 51. I'm unable to differentiate the, between PSL, uh, uh, NSL, and SAFA. But all I know, they are all in football. Like, um, and the earlier are all plants. Now, another confusion. We have a permanently acting CEO who caused the league. Dalimbov based his argument earlier yesterday. In his opening, based argument on that, Matoma Zala challenged in David that the arbitrator made an error of judgment in law. Now, we lost the case because of that. The PSL lost the case because of that. Now they want to appeal again. What is it that, that they are appealing? Thank you, Robert Marawa. We didn't go again to understand Cape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Prorop. Welcome to Sauda. Welcome to Sauda. Where things are run like this. Yeah, we know. In Sauda, each and every, each and every season, there has to be some some things happening at the end of the season there has to be things that has to be put in court this is how Sauda is and we know so let me rather move on and leave this kukuni in real am and leave Sauda behind and go focus on euro because now we want to move on and watch the playoffs. The playoffs can't be played because of one team. Nah, I'm leaving this country. This is Jamaya in Virgo. Uh, good evening, Rob. Um, it's quite disappointing to be um, where we are today because of the decisions by the PSL that uh, obviously have been delayed uh, for unknown reasons. From the beginning uh, of the whole saga, when uh, this matter was uh, protested on the 2nd of January, it really, really should have been wrapped up there and then. And uh, we really wouldn't be sitting here. And I hope there's been a lesson learned because whatever was the intention by PSL 
is now really coming back to bite them. Basically, we've got a crisis in leadership in many aspects of our country, be it politics, be it sports, be it government offices or anything of that sort. I think we've got people who are filled with their egos that don't want to really look at the best interest of the nation, but are more interested in their egos than anything. Thank you. Hello, Mr. Robert Sintlantla here in Florida, Arabs. Yeah, as I can see what is going on uh, in the PSL. I think we uh, will have to have 18 teams in the NFD and PSL because I think that will be only the solution that we have. Because if you 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 put a Royal AM and Skukune, you automatically promote them, and also you have team that they still need to go for playoff, and then you just keep them as they are. Team like um, Chipa United, they don't have to go to playoff. I think that will be a solution now. We have to extend the number of teams that we have in the PSL and NFT. All right, plenty of voice notes, and, and, and why not? That's the reaction, because it's the people's game. It's it's in the interest of the people that the people have got their opinions. Uh, Evelyn Doani, thank you so much for the news at the top of the hour. Uh, 60 And when... That's the beauty of talk shows, is that one is not in a position where... It's almost like you're running a switchboard, so you... No, no, no. Talk shows are about opinions, and that is why we drive opinions. That is why we get the experts to come on, and that is why we then get you as the listener to be a part of it. And when you hear at times people say, ah, but at times, you know, there's too much criticism and no solutions. And I'm basing this now on what I've just heard with the last voice note. I remember a couple of years ago, I even said this to Pat Malabella the other day, that the suggestion that came through and one made back then about 18 to 20 teams to play within the professional ranks should be considered. And because we all love football, we all want to contribute. Nobody wants to see the destruction of the game. So the only way that we can always advance arguments and debates and suggestions is to interrogate them and interact. But that suggestion was met with the biggest scorn that one has ever imagined would be. My basis on it was that we have a country of almost 60 million people. We have a league that commercially was and is still thriving. So which means that if you've got a population that big, why are you denying the scope for football to be played and opening it up a whole lot more so that you relegate, even if it means three automatic gone, three automatic up from the lower division. It is as simple as that. That creates greater competition, that creates, uh, you know, a greater spectacle for people to look forward to. And when you relegate three, boom, gone, you're not going to want to be in that bottom three. You're going to want to fight even harder to avoid that. So, and it also just spreads the game around many of the provinces that we have in this country. 
So for this to happen now where the suggestion is coming as a crisis managing scenario, you know, for me, it's a, it's a bit sad because there was a greater scope before if only people were able to engage openly without ever taking things personally. Sposiso Dube, Senior Associate at Bowman's, um, is my guest. And thank you so much for your indulgence. Thanks for your patience. And so I think where I was going with this, and, and this is a very crucial point, um, again, that, that, that you made on within the tweet, the, the thread that you were running. Yeah. Um, and, and, and once we get all of this going, and, 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 and sorry, I think you're just becoming very popular right now. So um, <laughs> there's a whole lot of movement within uh, your Twitter feed. But the one thing I wanted to capture and, 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 and share with you, because people always believe that when something has been done wrong, therefore you are not or maybe you're exempt from any punishment. So your, your summary regarding Epstein, you know, imposing one of the sanctions provided for in the NSL handbook, the matter of the hearing and, and, and acting within the mandate, saying that to win a match when one has breached the rules is yeah. not appropriate. And the team yeah. that has been wronged should be awarded the points. Tell me why you felt the need to really emphasize this, because the more I read that, the more I say people need to understand that. Yeah. Rob, that was that is really, I think for me, um, the, the crux of the judge's reasoning. Um, you know, that, that's, that's one of the things that the judge places emphasis on in coming to his conclusion um, that the Epstein Award should be upheld. Um, and, and, and that's why I felt that it needed to be highlighted. And, and I think what's important as well, Rob, is that, you know, we, we could have had a different arbitrator giving a different award, and that would have, not, that would have been fine as well. Um, however, for Epstein, he felt that, you know, this type of misconduct um, on, the, on the part of Bulukwani City warrants the sanction that he imposed. And he, he felt that the sanction that was imposed by the disciplinary committee was not adequate in the circumstances. But then the bullet comes in afterwards for those yeah. who maybe sympathize, let's say, with the plight of a royal AM. But then yeah. you bring in your legal argument and you, and, and, and you make it specific. And, and I want people to listen to this, and I'm very interested as well in your backup argument to it, saying that based on the above, which you've just spoken about now, and in your <laughs> view, saying that Royal AM is unlikely to succeed with their application for leave to appeal or any subsequent processes. They're unfortunately victims of the Purana City's misfortune, and their efforts should now turn to the playoffs. That yeah. is loaded. But I want to hear that <laughs> argument and, and, and how you've broken it down because it is very clear, succinct, and to the point. Yeah. So, so I think, you know, and, and Rob, I'm, I'm, I'm making this opinion um, without having had regard of what Royal M is arguing in the, in the application for leave to appeal. Um, but just on my reading of the judgment, Royal M... Royal AM, that show that, you know, Judge Sutherland 
in his judgment, has erred. And that, you know, another court would find otherwise for whatever reasons that they will put forward. Now, if you, if you read Judge Sutherland's judgment, the nub of it for me is that he says, well, Epstein has got the powers um, to listen to this matter. It's a new matter that is before him. He needs to consider all the evidence that is going to come before him. In doing so, he can then impose any sanction which he deems fit, as long as the sanction is in line with the NSL rules or the NSL handbook. And he says that is precisely what Epstein has done. He's listened to the evidence. He's applied his mind to the facts. He's considered the matter. And he feels that this is so serious that this is the appropriate sanction. I, I, as Judge Sutherland, feel that that is reasonable. I can't fault him on that thinking. There was nothing in law or any other statute or any other rule or provision that prevented him from imposing the sanction that he did. Mm. Yes, he is wrong in saying that, you know, there's silence on the NSL handbook, but actually, if you read his arbitration award, he actually relies on the NSL, on the very handbook, which he says is silent, you know, to come with a sanction. So, so his award does not depend on a silence, but rather his award is based on the NSL handbook, which is precisely what he was supposed to do. The fact that he makes this mistake of saying that the silence is immaterial to the award. And, 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 and I, I, I agree with him. I, I, yeah. think his, I think his reasoning on that um, is perfectly fine. You know, I've, I've had sight of one of the reasons why, um, you know, application for leave to appeal has been sought. And it goes to the point of the, the declarator and, you know, the use of Rule 22, FIFA Rule 22, but the judge, again, explained that very nicely. You know, he says the, the reference to FIFA Rule 22 was merely just him supporting his thinking. You know, th- there's a question the judge asks. He says, if you take away that sentence relating to FIFA Rule 22, what are you left with? You're left with the D.C. should have imposed a sanction of forfeiture. Forfeiture, yeah. 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 And, and and that's the beauty about why I asked this, because I, I don't know, and I know you follow football very closely, but I, yeah. I don't know in whose favor and why, let's say, members of the executive don't interrogate this moving forward so that next season, because next season we will have a case and mm-hmm. we will have a case that has to do with somebody fielding an improper player or an improperly registered player or not having had this, the right number of under 23 players is mm. that why not revisit a cleanup process of all of these rules because these are the properties of the club owners these clubs that are in the Atlanta Africa Championship and yeah. if there was reason back then to have a certain number of under 23 players that have to start that have to be on the field for 90 minutes are those rules still relevant and applicable now? Do they add any positive weight 
to how the league should be and how the league is as opposed to now a league that is almost being seen to be in turmoil. Yeah. Surely a cleanup of, of all of those and the necessity of debating whether the under-23 rule is needed or not. Yeah. Rob, I think, I think the under-23 rule is a good rule. Yeah. Um, but but what, you, what you said when you started, you know, goes back to the point that I made earlier, that we need to relook the rules. We need to revisit the handbook. Um, th- there's many provisions that can be put in the handbook that will really avoid these kind of situations. Uh, I think Pulugwane City, they, they found themselves in an unfortunate spot where, you know, it's reported that they are under 23 players, four out of seven of their under 23 players had tested positive for COVID. Um, and, you know, they say they didn't actually have five players to field. Um, it, it's an unfortunate situation. But again, it's a yeah. situation. But that Norman Aronson can come in and say, yeah, but there's provision where they can go and sign other players that are, um, yeah. you, you know, from a lower division amateurs. or are not professional, yeah. Yeah, yeah. deemed as amateurs. Exactly. Yeah. So there'll always be that legal bouncing around because Cape Moy will say, well, we had, what, 27 of our uh, 34 odd players that tested positive and we yeah. were the ones that felt the crunch. So then it, it, it keeps escalating. Hence, I say, yeah. at some point, the cleanup effect it needs to yeah. come in so that there is no this legal leeway just for me seems like it's endless and it's available for anyone at any time to exploit yeah it's, it's very dangerous um when, when you afford arbitrators such a wide discretion uh on such narrow issues and i think that's for me that's the point that needs to be re-looked re- at but it is open because of the rules that are currently at play. And you and I will will agree, and from how you've presented your case, nobody can argue the Sutherland ruling. Nobody can go back to the arbitration outcome of an Epstein and and, and find too much fault, except for what we've dealt with with the FIFA 22, etc., and find any material fault to say, this is where it should end. And when Sutherland says, okay, Sekukune are the winners, declare them and the league then sends out press statements the following day and says yes they are the winners the log table has finally been adjusted which again in in my opinion should have been done before that final match day because it it really led the country uh, into misrepresenting what the actual truth is so you've got on television a log that is not representative of the truth so you you're lying to people you, you, you're misleading yeah. people. You're messing around with their emotions. And yet you know that that log is incorrect, but you still insist and you still play the game knowing that there is an outstanding issue. That for me, Sbu, if we have to be honest and we have to take the game to the next level, should not be happening. Yeah. Yeah, Rob, uh, sitting here today, I, I can't tell you why the log looked the way it did going into the final day of the games. Um but I, I, I agree with you 100%. From what you've seen and all the drama that happened late this afternoon, so there's more urgency. You know this. You heard our yes. previous conversation. Yes. Um, so now Sutherland has cleared his desk. Nine o'clock in the morning, he's available up until, you know, zero, zero hours, midnight that day. And he says, yeah. tell me what time I am available. What is it that you need? What's yeah. the next? What's the next step 
that's that's about to unfold here because we we just don't know we we close our eyes for two minutes and there's another appeal about something yeah so so friday if friday proceeds you know he he will hear the submissions of the reasons as to why royal m wants leave to appeal um either to the full bench of the high court or to the supreme court of appeal now sutherland can dismiss that application and if he dismisses that application, then unfortunately, Rob, um, we go to another process, which involves, you know, Royal M may then elect at that stage to petition um, the High Court for leave to appeal. And, and that's then another process which is going to delay matters even further. Why do you think Royal AM don't play the, the, the playoff, for example? This is just, again... People say silly questions, but there's no silly questions on on talk. And um, you know, when you've got experts like you that we can uh, explore, um, nothing is silly. But there's always yeah. a legal mind that says, and legal advice that says to the team of Royal AM, insist on position yeah. one. Don't go to those playoffs. So, yeah. hence, I'm asking you, why the allergy to go to the playoffs? Yeah, Rob. I- I can only speak um, from from a legal perspective, and you know, I my, my assumption would be that they feel that they have a case legally speaking. They feel hard done by what has happened. You know, they feel hard done by the fact that the decision that was implemented by the disciplinary committee, which obviously works in their favour, um, has you know, and I'll use the term loosely, has now been turned around. And there's now a decision which actually works against them. So they may genuinely feel that they have a legal basis um, on which to actually argue this matter and take it wherever it goes. I mean, it's also got financial implications for them as well. Um, And, you know, obvious reasons, playoffs are not a guarantee that you'll Mm -hmm. go to the PSL. I mean, we, we know the PSL is considered the land of milk and honey. Um, and everybody wants to play there. So they, if they can, fight this um, and they've got the resources to fight it, you know, then they're well within their rights to do so. Whether they are wrong or right, that that will be up to a judge to determine ultimately. So, well, I am flat out of time, but I'm, I'm, I'm forced to just ask you a 10-second question. Um, we've so, played under protest, right? Yes, yes. They played under protest up until the very last, up until our conversation that's currently going on up until everyone that is objecting to it, everybody that's appealing against it, they played under protest, but they are the champions. They still declared as far as the league is concerned as the champions. So why can't, why can't they play these playoffs under protest? Are we, are we referring to Sikukuna now? No, 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 not Sikukuna. Sikukuna are the champions. So yes. we exclude them. So the people okay. that are supposed to be playing playoffs, uh, um, well, um, and, and yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, I think Rob, if if they played, um, if they if let's we have a situation where they play under protest and they lose, and then they win the court battle, <laughs> then you've you've just got a you've got a strange situation where. Now, Sikukune, who have been effectively promoted, you know, do they now come back and play playoffs? It's just yeah. a matter that has to be dealt with before anything happens, in my view.
the one thing you said when we started is that it's about time we had you on the show and i fully agree and i know it's not going to be the last time because it is not the last time of these court hearings we're starting to feel and sound like a courtroom these days but uh, we're supposed to be a sports show so great great delight having you on the show finally and Thank i think so from much, all of the from all of the reaction that we, we we're getting and i'm sure that you're seeing on social media uh, people really valuing that so if people don't get your twitter handle um let me let me just give it to you that is at sibu dube s-i-b-u dube uh, you can follow him trust me strong solid legal mind a football expert and a lover of the game, senior associate at Bowman's. Sabu, thank you so much indeed for being part of Marawa Sports Worldwide. Thanks a lot, Rob, and I'm wishing you a very speedy recovery, but you're sounding strong. Thank you so much, man. If there's one thing we can do for an hour and a half and engage the public, that is all I am able to do. But I thank you for the support, Bob. Thanks, Rob. Highly appreciated. Sabu Dube. Wow. What a conversation. Amakasha. Stepping in. On a Tuesday, the president is also stepping in. Right? Huh? I saw him there with Boris Johnson the other day. Now he's back to tell us about level three. Wait. Bouncing like a tennis ball. Bouncing like a tennis ball. <laughs> hey, I heard that earlier on. Of course, yeah. I thought, what an ace of a comment. Right? What an ace what of an a ace comment. Of a comment. Hey, my daughter, Hey, Nathan, Tabo comment. Hey, my daughter. Did you see that? Hey, Baba, my yeah, eyes were dala, rolling. Yeah, Baba, should not be arguing like that. But hey, okay. Sure. Hey, Baba, yeah. Hey. I can't say I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. I can't Do people say I'm get older? Do, do people get pettier as they get older? We've seen this. You've read it. Huh? And that is the answer. Same Absolutely. Sembi, sembi. <laughs> Ten babies? Oh, ten babies, yeah. Just ask Papa Bandwana, bro. Ah, well, hey, yeah, we got a move. Maybe a better question. Open Mama Wabandwana. Hey, we got a move to touch the mats and I'd bet that I'll be a massive. Hey, Ram Felicel, you mock your short. Just ask, did you see that statement? <laughs> 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 So, hey, yeah. Hmm. So there's a what statement, guys, finally. Yeah. Finally. But did you see the fonts of that statement? I know. You know there's saying, a lot of things that I, I think it was a fella Lutita there on Twitter saying, Sanganisa lapa minang so Sanganisa. I'll photocopy here. You print there. I type right here. You print sure. that side. No, no, no. I saw a lot in that statement uh, yeah but the babies are... so what, what what are we saying as a departure point because at some point there has to be a full stop that is put so at the end of everything i i don't there's think nothing you, you'll have a full stop because remember this story was probably last week the biggest story about south africa in the world it was everywhere from Sri Lanka to Hawaii. So, so wait, guys, we lied to the Guinness Book of Records. Yeah, it went all over. Mm. Mm. Preacher. Huh? And you, you, you can't go in with a story like that, especially in the middle of a pandemic. Because people thought, oh, yeah, babies, babies, oh, babies. There are so oh, many babies. Oh, so many babies. So many babies. So. <laughs> but, but we legends at these things. I mean, there was Barack Obama oh, at FNB Stadium. Time. 
There was Tamsang out there doing sign language interpretation that doesn't exist. And that the world was watching. Okay, that's our okay, that's our talent then. We specialize in comic relief. No. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, uh, when you think we are mourning, we're going comic relief <laughs> of a fake Chief sign language interpreter. From when ESCOM to when you're choice in the middle of language, a pandemic and you, you're thinking, oh my goodness, we're going fake ten babies. <laughs> that's us. Preach. Comic relief. That's the republic of comic relief. Sometimes we hold that in. No, yes, but but that can't be us all the time. Eh? No. Has Sanef come out? Well, not all the time. Not all the time. Sanef. Yeah. I haven't seen anything from. I'd there. be interested to hear from Sanef because I think there's also a question here of uh, journalistic practice. Yeah, see, that's where you're going to yeah, spoil it. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to talk about ethics and the practice professions. <laughs> Please, he's going to spoil it. Please. Please. Spoil it now. Please. <laughs> because then we'll start having a hearing. No, we must rain on that parade, Chief. Please. <laughs> We're Listen, rain on that one. The parade ended. So whether you want to rain on it when it's done. But did you see that statement from the family? In Ati, there's a tata there who was wearing a floshem. Listen. And uh, any Brentwood who was dictating that being written. Uh, but you know. <laughs> remember, our families are scattered. So maybe there's another family who says, We didn't authorize that statement. Hey, we are about to issue our own. Hey, don't be cited. <laughs> but wasn't there something from the, um, from the mayoral office that said, No, no, no. Uh, babies there. Babies are cool. Wh- which which mayor? The, the one from Ikuruleni. Yeah. Ikuru. Ekurulini, yes. the Republic I, of Ekurulini. I don't know. I mean, my understanding was that he went to visit. That's what I'd yeah. seen in an earlier statement. Um, and okay. maybe Maswaiwai must tell us because, you know, I mean, when he went to visit there, did he speak to the father? Because my sense is that even the father is saying uh, it is alleged because he hasn't seen Amekenyama, you know, the 10 kids. So it's a bit. Uh, yeah, it's look, a bit so there was no like rubbing of the tummy. Eh? They are cooler. Eh? No, Can chief, you because culturally, recap? you can't be bringing different imemoya around newborns mm. no no but i'm just saying pre pre-birth though i mean you know oh. uh, i mean this is like a this is a this yeah, is a phenomenal no. this is a great thing no i think did you hear the story that the same lady had triplets um three years ago Hey, the next thing, no, she, no, no, they weren't found. So the father looked for them, apparently, and yeah, they were nowhere to be found. Yeah, News 24, I think, was running with a story like that there on the socials. You know what, guys, um, in, a, in about 22 minutes, the president steps forward. Um, what, what are we expecting? What's cooking? Yeah. What's going on? Hey. Yeah. The valley with Yeah. Are you serious? As value, but tell me something. If you're not into alcohol at all, in every family meeting, what a, I mean, yeah. people who are not into booze must be thinking, you know, it feels like you're a pope and you get given condoms all the time. Uh, what uh, is that? What do you think the pope's going to do with condoms? I know. It, a pope's celibate. But, but the latest one, I mean, he's a cool one. I mean, Francis is a cool one. He'll probably say, yeah, I understand. He's good. I'll uh, keep this and see what to do. But just ice. that's what it seems like. Just ice. Is that Muruti supposed to be celibate? Huh? Is that Muruti supposed to be celibate? The so one there in the Vatican. 
Well, last time I checked, well, what information have you got? No, I'm asking. I don't know. I mean, I've, I've like never. It's never something that's interested me. Yeah. The nighttime affairs of the Pope. <laughs> what should we be doing with the Pope? But no, but, but yes, you know, the, 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 the one thing I agree booze, with Ice about. Booze, booze, the booze. one thing I agree with Ice about is that why is the South African dialogue about COVID nineteen? Always to do with whether alcohol is going to be shut down yes. or not, as thirsty. opposed to the bigger picture. And then you think the numbers are going to drop because now it's booze, booze, booze. It's, yeah, but and anyway, it's not worth it. I mean, I, I don't think. But yeah, it's a story for another day.